Welcome back to Two Under Par. We are here. It's me and Anthony this week. Maybe Sam will come by. We'll see. But you know, back together. No two solo pods this week. Just just one. Uh, we're we're here off a good week of it, of the API and Puerto Rico Open. Uh, shout out to Nico Echeverria. I think that that's how you pronounce his name, right? Uh, thousand electric win for him. Yep, that was awesome. And then obviously. I mean, you've heard a lot on this podcast in the past year-ish that it's been around. Is Kurt Kitayama finally breaking through, getting his first win. That was very awesome to see. Um, something that you probably won't see a lot after this season because of the elevated events being cut down. So uh, enjoy it while you can. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. I think they missed on that, but we'll see. We will indeed see topic for another day today. We've got business to get to. We have the fifth major, as many people call it, whether you agree with it or not. It's probably one of the more popular uh, tournaments out there outside of majors. It's got to be the players and waste management's creeping up in that territory, I would say, these days now as well. But the players, everybody loves it. TPC Sawgrass, iconic course uh, with some modifications this year. Yeah. You see those little uh, sneaky pop bunkers on the on the first tee box uh, on the first hole now. I think uh, I think some of the easier holes might be a little tougher. We'll have to see. I mean, and pe- the course has a reputation of uh, you know people can go low here, but at, on people can be playing the same exact course and struggling to shoot 76, 75 while someone is just cruising with carding a sixty four. It's the beauty of it. So, um. And it's also a course or a tournament in the past where you see a lot of these big names don't really have fantastic success here. You have Cantlay, Shoffley, Spieth, Rahm, Morikawa, several miscuts between all of them. Uh, just in Spieth general. has oh, Spieth has really struggled here. Really, really bad. He struggles here big time. Uh, but I'm not really interested in fading him. He's playing really well right now. So yeah, yeah, I uh, I was on him. If if you listen to my solo pod last week, I was actually on him. The number looked too good, and I and I'm not a fan, as we all know. But he's been playing decent, and the number was, I mean, fifty five to one. Like that's disrespectful to a major winner. And sure enough, he played great. You know, he had a good week. So and, he had a great week. I mean, how bad did he putt though? Like. I've, I it's weird. I've never seen him miss more putts inside of 10 feet in my life. But you know what was crazy was like that front nine on Sunday. He had nine putts and nine holes, I think. Yes. Ten putts yes. and nine holes. He was not missing yep. anything. Then, boom, all of a sudden, all it takes for him, he's a mental head case. We know this, obviously. So all it takes right. for him, you miss once four-foot par putt, and it just it fell apart for him. Yeah, and it's funny because when he was successful, when he was playing his best, statistically, it was his putter that was helping him. Now he's got, you know, stats-wise, he, he's he's looking good in every category. He had a few of those, like, random snap hooks he hit last week at API that was kind of interesting, but um, still a top-five finish for him. So it's a guy that he's in good form right now. Can you play him this week at a place he always struggles? I'm not sure. 
you can try. I mean, the value's there again. I think he's close to 50, at least where I saw. Yeah, let me look right now where I have him. I was looking at uh, round one matchups. I'll have to dive more into those tomorrow. But uh, I'm looking at the top right now on my book. It's usually not exactly how it is. But again, I'm seeing four guys under 10 to 1, which is absolutely asinine. These, these can't be right. Jason Day, 15 to 1. No. Jordan Speed, 20 to 1. So, no. like, the, yeah, these are these are off. Let me go look at DraftKings. Jason Day was twenty-eight to one, I thought. Uh, let me look. I'm opening up DraftKings. I have Jason Day at. Yeah. I have Jason Day at forty-five to one. I'm gonna be going off DraftKings now. This looks more uh, accurate. You have Rory at plus nine hundred. Um, Cantlay sixteen. Justin Thomas twenty to one. Jason Day twenty eight to one, yep, and then yeah, here we go. Speed thirty five to one, so a decent number for him, a decent number for Cam Young too, who kind of played. Yeah, he played solid. Um, I don't have interest in playing either of those guys. I will say I'm a little interested in Zalatoris. I think you're getting some kind of solid value off a off a eh week on a challenging course for him. Like I talked about at the beginning, it's a it's a spot and a course where uh, a guy of of his ball striking can can really really light it up if he keeps his drives in play. I agree. I agree big time. I mean, the like the thing with looking at the players is this is a tournament that I think to the players themselves they do consider this the fifth major. Absolutely. And, a lot of them have said that. And with that being said, you're always going to get everyone's best shot, right? Like, and I heard on PGA Tour radio uh, yesterday that it was, it was right. I think it was right before Kurt showed up because they were talking about having Kurt Kitayama interview, but it was right before Kurt showed up and just some random Joe from the golf media said, this is one of the only Mondays of the year other than a major where all the players are out and about. Now, obviously travel wise has something to do with it. If you play the API the week before, you know, it's like an hour ride up the road to Jacksonville from Orlando. But the fact that on a Monday, which is normally a rest day for a lot of these players, that majority of these guys are out and about on the course, it shows you how important this event is. Yeah, absolutely. And a couple of things to note here before we go into like who we're eyeing. Um, first timers here really, really struggle. Um, even you, you look at guys like the studs you see now a days, Rory, Rom, Scheffler, Cantlay, Homa, Thomas, Zant, like the list goes on. Um, I saw a tweet about it earlier. Those guys all really struggled here their first time out. And, um, that's why, unfortunately, I most like I, I will not be playing. Um, oh, here we go. I, I just found the tweet. For those that are Tom Kim and Ben Griffin fans like myself, I like both those guys a lot. Uh, in their first Players Championship, this is from at PGA Splits One Hundred One and Good Golf Count. I've stumbled across as a lot of interesting stuff. But these are the finishes. It's uh, Rom seventy second. And this is their first time playing it. Rory, miscut. Scheffler, miscut. 
Homa miscut. Xander, solo second, followed by three straight miscuts. Finau miscut. Cantlay, 22nd. JT, 24th. Morikawa, 41st. Sungjae miscut. Hovland miscut. Fitzpatrick miscut. Cam Young miscut. Jason Day miscut. Spieth finished fourth in his time, followed by three more miscuts. So, like, for a beginner at this course, the Tom Kim uh, squad, Ben Griffin, um, even reigning, you know, def- not defending champ, but Kurt Kitayama is his first time here. As much as I like the guy, I can't play him, especially being in a featured group. I'm sorry. I just think uh, he's going to be a little in over his head, a little hungover, deservedly so, obviously. In fa- you win the API, you'll you'll take a, you know, a, a subpar week here at the players, no matter how, how much you want it and how well you're playing. But I'm going to stay I away agree. from the anybody first-timer. I agree, and I think that's an unbelievable thing you just pointed out. But the thing that to me about this course that in this event, that's so cool is, you know, we come on here week after week and we say, okay, this golf course fits X and that's why we're going to target these guys. I think it was 2019 Jim Furyk shot like 16 under and finished solo (laughs) second. So this is a golf course that doesn't favor the bomber. It doesn't not favor the bomber, but it's like anybody can win here. Yeah. Any any style player can 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 compete here. Um if you know like how to get around a P die course, then you can then you can be okay here. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. It's, honestly, th- like the more you think about it, it's it's kind of target golf. Hit it here, get it onto the green, make a couple putts. Right. You know, and you, you gotta know where to miss. Bogey avoidance is big. Yeah, obviously here on 17, 18, especially. You gotta keep it dry, but you can't you know, it, it's eighteen it's not eighteen easy. is a monster. You I can mean, go low, don't get me wrong. Like we've seen people go low here plenty of times. What was uh, what did Hideki shoot the year of COVID? Remember they canceled it after the first round, but Hideki shot like eight under or something? Uh let me load it up the twenty twenty. Yeah, they, they don't have any. Round. They don't have results on here for it, unfortunately. Let me see. If I, let me see but if like I can. for example, the RJT one on his Saturday, he went eight under. Like they, the winner will be in that 12, 13, 14, 15 range. If I had to guess, um, depending on the conditions, I think they'll be fine. Not like last year. I don't know if you remember last year, but oh my god, it was a fucking nightmare. And I, I'm looking at this year that Rory won when Jim Furyk solo second. Dude, the top ten. Top five in this was Rory, Jim Furyk, Johnny Vegas, Eddie Pepperell, and Brant Snedeker. Give me a break. That just goes to the goes to show like it it really Anybody. can't be anybody's. And yeah, the winners can be kind of chalky as they have in the past. Cam Smith, Justin Thomas, Rory. I uh, gotta go. Let's see. I don't remember who won in 2017, 2018, but uh Webb Simpson. It uh, doesn't say what his opening odds were, but I can't imagine Webb Simpson. He was a runaway that year too, wasn't he? Yeah, he he kind of smoked him out. So, uh, but Siwoo I Kim, find... remember Siwoo Kim was uh, three hundred to one. I saw that tweet yes. earlier. And again, the top five that year: Siwoo Kim, Ian Poulter, Louis Ustazen, who was playing good golf back then, but still. Rafa Cabrera, Bayo, and Kyle Stanley round out the top five. Like, yeah. you can definitely snipe some some pretty sexy top tens here. 
that's what I mean. And I just found 2020, I was off by one. Matsuyama opened with a nine under 63. So yeah, it's out. It's crazy. It's out there. The par fives are all gettable. Every single par five is gettable. And, and I tell you what, I really like the volume saying on the top 40s. We can get into it right now. But some of the guys we talk about a lot, the one, these are the ones I'm looking at. I'll be playing. Maybe Keegan Bradley minus one thirty five might be a little bit too juicy for me, but I do like Bradley this week. I know a lot of people will. He played really well here last year. It's kind of when he broke back out, if you remember. Um, yeah, he got really comfortable in those crappy conditions, and but he finished. Been... He finished top twenty here in twenty nineteen as well. So he's yeah he played here decent. You know he's played well here. So right, and th- and that's really what kind of propelled this. I don't know if you want to call it second half of his career. He's playing good golf for almost a full calendar year now. And it kind of started then. So I, I'm looking at Keegan Bradley there before we start recording. You mentioned uh, Shane Lowry. I like him minus 125. Another guy that played well here last year. or Was it two years ago? I don't remember. But... Shane Lowry has two top tens here in the last four years. So yeah, I like it. And a T13 uh, last year I'm looking at. So I like Shane Lowry. I like those two a lot. Then we can start getting into some other other people. Ricky, minus 110, top 40. Absolutely will be playing. Killer Keith, Cashmere Mitchell, whatever you want to call him. Minus 110, top 40. Absolutely will be played. Sahith Tagala, top 40, plus 110. Absolutely will be played. You're giving me plus money on Sahith Tagala, who played here last year, missed the cut, but that's okay. It's I'm happy that it wasn't uh, this is not his first year, and last year, I mean, you remember those conditions, man. The second round didn't end until like Saturday night or something crazy. So, um, yeah, if you played, cool. if you played well during that, if you played well during that, congratulations, you deserved it. But if you didn't play well in that, I'm not really gonna hold it against you too much. You at least got out there and got to see the course, uh, and how it's set up and everything. So, the gala plus one ten, top forty, yes sir, bartender, I will have that. And I'm looking for two others, two other guys. Um, where are you? Um, I wish Nick Taylor had a stronger performance, but he had a really, really bad Friday last week. So I'm staying away from him. Although he's popular these days because of full swing, I really think Joel Dahman has got a sneaky chance to uh, kind of make an, another a bigger name for himself at a tournament like this. This is a, I think this is a spot where a guy like him who definitely has the capability to go out and shoot a 64 at a, at a course like this also has a very real chance to shoot a 75 76 back to back and miss the cut absolutely but plus 175 for a top 40 joel Dahman. uh i'm going to be on that thomas detry i'm still pissed at you will never play a thomas detry play again where's my last one is how far down do i have to look sh kim you're my boy but i can't uh you just Every time SH Kim makes the cut, he finishes like DFL after that. So sorry, Scott Piercy, although he cashed his three ball for me last week at the Puerto Rico Open. I definitely passed it. I'm going to control. I'm going to search for it. And while I look for it, uh, who do you like so far this week? So it's funny when we were talking pre-show and I, you said you had one big. I asked you if you had sleepers. You said you had one big. My one big sleeper, oh, I have a couple, but one that I'm really on is Joel Dahman. And I love when we line up without even talking about it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I don't, and I'm not a big Joel Diamond guy. I love his story. I thought his full swing was awesome. Um, I don't dislike the guy at all. He, he, he plays boring golf, but you know what? It works. Uh, he finished T12 here in 2019 and 11 under for four rounds. Like it was a solid performance. So I was kind of digging up past leaderboards and I'm like, boom, I love it. I am on Joel Dahman this week. I like him a lot. We I talked found, about found my other guy. Uh, blast from the past. Absolute Italian stallion. Francesco Molinari. I like him a lot this week. Played well last week. He's been playing like sneakily well, like just in general. And yeah. I mean, the guy that's been here, done that for who, you know, how long has it been now? Um, I I think I'm going to uh, throw my hat in the ring with the Francesco Molinari fan club this week. Love it. I've always been a big Molinari fan. Um, Talk about a guy that can like just hit the ball, wherever he wants, however he wants. Like that guy. I bet the center of his, his eight iron is just pure black from ball striking. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, I like that one. I might consider adding that actually, the more I think about it, that'll be a placement, not a winner's bet. I don't, I'm probably not going to do any pre-tournament winners. One, because I just looked at my odds and they're abysmal. Uh, absolutely no point in doing Jason Day at 15 to one when he's 30 to one most other places. And two, just been having a lot more success sniping someone on Saturday and Sunday live for, you know, maybe not the the same value as they would be pre-tournament. But for this this weekend, last weekend, for example, uh, I got I ended up getting Rory on Saturday at 18 to one. That's double what he was pre-tournament. So he finished one back and had a very solid chance at the end. So that's probably what I'll be doing again. I like that. And I like Vegas this week, who's you talked about 2019. He finished third. Uh, Been playing solid golf. Um, He's been hot this year, putting together three rounds, four rounds, kind of tough. And the question is, which round does he like to kind of shit the bed in? But. He's got a lot of value. He's a dark horse. Like him a lot. So in terms of two big dark horses, um, which is kind of crazy because they're still somewhat household names, Johnny Vegas and Joel Dahman. Um, I wouldn't even consider. I I mean, like Joel Dahman's popularity spiked a little bit for the people that watch full swing. But other than that, he's. He's still a pretty unknown guy, I think, for the most part. Well, he was leading in a major, so that's why, like, there's people that just watch majors, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. They they would recognize the name anyways. Right. Um, Not on this, but I think <laughs> not on. Funny. Uh, but Ben on. Uh, T26 in 2019 with a seven under final round on Sunday. Um. Also a guy that we've talked about where he's so up and down and, you know, had some good tournaments so far this year and then kind of like would have a random day where he would just shit the bed like in Hawaii. You know, he played awful on Sunday. He made that like nine when he was in the tournament, which kind of took him out. But uh, again, I'm not really on it, but like that was a name that I was thinking about. It kind of popped out to me. Um, So that's something to look at. More middle of the pack. Uh, is where I'll go next. The Gala. You talked about it. This show, we always talk about Kitayama and Tagala. Finally, Kitayama paid off. Tagala's got to be next. He has to. Uh, Should have won at Travelers. 
should have won at Waste Management. The kid is a stud. He's due. I still am standing by he's going to win this year at some point. So yeah, honestly, that's probably the one guy I will play pre-tournament because I still have plus 6,000 on him. That one's not bad. And uh, Ricky's at 55 to, to one as well. I think I really do think the Gala won this year. I think Ricky obviously has won here in the past. He's playing really well. And Jason Day, I think, will win this year. So I want to play those two, Jason Day and Tagala, every week. And this week, I want to play Ricky. So we'll see how it goes. So where I'm at with Ricky, and I thought about it, and I love Ricky Fowler, always have. Um, I just want to see a little more. His game is really coming around. Um, he's been playing solid for the last few weeks. Uh, I know he's back working with Butch. The swing looks better, but I just want to see just a little bit more before I start like throwing my hat in and really getting back in on the the Fowler train. Um, yeah, I understand. We look at his last tournaments: um, API T thirty one, a really good opening round, and then just kind of you know one three seventy three. So definitely consistent in there. Um, Got it. He's got to eliminate the doubles. It's the the big trouble that gets him and, and really ruins it. But top twenty at Genesis, top ten at Waste, top eleventh at Farmers. So the results are there. He hasn't missed a cut since October. Um, I'm not afraid to throw down, throw down, uh, you know, a little Subway sandwich on his uh, top forty at minus one ten. I think that's my favorite play for him. I uh, I mean. Again, you can't deny how well he's been playing. I just I want to see just a little bit more. Um, but another name, and I'm not going crazy. I I just I don't really love anything like how we talked about how random this thing can it's be. It's a hard it's one. More, it's more live. It's it's so much more live, like you said. Um, kind of waiting and seeing. But Adam Hadwin, so random. But he has had some really good success this year. He's played well. He's finished top 20 here in the past. There's value. I like it. Now, I'm staying away from pretty much everything else for the time being until pre-tournament. But I am going to give some fades because there are some guys that I'm looking at, you know, listening to golf media that are all over this week that I'm just not behind. Max Homa is one of them. There's a lot of people on Max Homa this week, and I I just don't see it. I I might eat my words. He could end up winning. No, but he won't. He's cursed. He's got the what's his name curse. I just I don't uh, think who's that. What's that fucking guy's name? He hasn't got an outright winner in like seven years or something. And he picked Max Homa this week. He usually picks more cow, but he picked Homa this week. I can't remember his fucking name. Oh, I don't know. You know what I'm talking you, about? No, no, I, I don't know any of those Twitter guys that. No, he's like a he's not he's not a Twitter guy. He's a he's a definitely a journalist, but I can't can't fucking think of uh who I'm thinking of. But anyways, ultra mega fade. Um picked, So you're on that with picked, like you agree. Like, I not, just I look it's nothing I, that's bet on, but like you just speaking, I I I think he's a fade this week. Um I just don't like backing. It sounds silly, but if it's not in California, I can't get behind it. That's true. He's only one in California. 
Um, but that so, can be said for Rom too, right? Like, yeah, Rahm it absolutely of... can. I wanted to get to that because last week I said if John Rom is going to ruin, not ruin, but just you know, like make this boring and be in contention every week, I'm going to take advantage. Give me the top five, and I'll be on my way. Guess what happens? We come out to the East Coast. He plays a real golf course in tough conditions with rough and different greens. And what happened? He didn't even top forty. Yeah. After yeah. an opening, after a great he opening was... round, he was in the good wave too. Uh, it was a rare occurrence where the PM AM wave had the advantage. You know, Thursday PM Friday AM had the advantage. Usually, it's the other way around uh, by right. like a half a stroke or something, but. He, he even had that advantage and, and still really did not put together a good tournament. So um, streets are talking. I'm not talking, but the streets are saying that John Rahm's a fraud. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I did forget one. I was just looking. I do have Keith Mitchell this week. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot this. I, no, I said I was going to play his top 40. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You, you said it. I, I forgot him completely. I like him a lot, and I – on my solo pod last week, I did not. I talked about Puerto Rico, but I gave like a few guys at the end. And I said, Keith Mitchell in Florida back on Bermuda greens with how well he played out in California. Like watch out. He's going to play well in one of these Florida events. So this week I do like him a lot, but. And he did play well last week. If it wasn't for a four point. Yeah. And the only reason he really. In my opinion, uh, yeah, it was quiet, but I think he had a triple on Thursday, and it was because he four putt from six feet. Yep. And that's the difference between a a T twenty four. I think he ended up with in a top ten. Right. Right. So um, yeah, I, I like I like Cashmere Keith. Absolutely. Even though he wears a visor, uh-huh. and I fucking I think that's super lame. So we said Rom. We said Homa. You you mentioned Cantley a little bit. We well, both agreed on Morikawa. Like yeah. I'm heavy, like like there's way too much love on Morikawa in my opinion this week. Like almost gross. Like makes me want to put something on him that he's not going to make the cut. I, I mean, just don't if yeah. if you look at let's look at uh here we go make miss cut to miss the cut. I'm looking they they have all the favorites here right. Rory plus 500, Rom plus 450, JT plus 350, Scotty plus 400, Cantlay plus 350. I mean, all these big guys are at least plus 200. And where's Spieth? Spieth is only plus 160 to miss a cut. That's kind of telling. And honestly, compared to all these other guys. Right. If I screenshot this and post this, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's eighteen to twenty names here. I guarantee. I would say five of them will miss the cut, and it's all like the the chalk plays. I agree, and I'm not gonna say Scheffler misses the cut. I think Scheffler will play well, but Morikawa, man, absolutely think Morikawa misses the cut. Now, I don't care where he's finished this year. I've, I mean, I watch every event, and I watch every day of every event. The only event that he really impressed me this year, and again, I don't care if he had won a different event, but the only event so far this year that I've watched Mark Howe and I've been like, yo, you know what, I'm impressed, was Genesis. That's it. Yeah, I agree. It's the only place I've watched, and I've been like, all right, Mark Howe is like, in good form. 
I'm not I'm not playing him this week. I don't know what people have seen to be all over him. They just see that they just see the number that he's at, and they're like, "How do I pass up more cow at almost thirty to one?" And that's how I felt on Spieth last week. And as much as I dislike Spieth, Spieth has done a lot more in his career than Morikawa has to where I would feel comfortable backing Spieth. Yeah, I don't want I don't want any interest in in Morikawa. Like or Hovland is another guy that yeah, I know he he was in the final group on, on Sunday, but um I mean he eagled his first hole from the fairway and and had a hole in one, so that, yeah, I don't. I don't. That's trust four un, four under par and two holes right there. That is not yep. going to happen again. I agree. So uh, one last chalky play. I do want to bring up that I'm interested in a uh, guy that loves to play in big tournaments and tough golf courses and tough conditions. Uh, also, let his hair go run a little bit. But how about Matt Flo Patrick? Yeah, it's he's a guy that. I don't ever want to fade him, but I just, I don't want to play him. But then I, I, you know, I kick myself when I don't, because you know what he's capable of. Like last week, I think on Saturday, I saw he hit one fairway and four greens and shot 69 at Bay Bay Hill. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's just absurd. Yeah. So 35 to one, that same group that Jordan Spieth set, that's uh. That's that's definitely tempting to me. I agree. I agree. I, again, I convince I convince myself every week somehow that Matt Fitzpatrick's going to win this. So we'll also yeah, let I, that be known. I could do the same, but again, I'm just taking it easy. You know, hit on Kitayama, so take it easy. And again, the tournament's so sketchy. With like, like if like you said, we could sit here and read the top five leaderboard here for the last 10 years and it's like hello like what is this favor right so that makes me just want majority to come live and we'll see what happens i just hope for a good tournament no runaway um like last week despite being a kitayama fan like how awesome was that you had all the big dogs and then you had him who your average golf fan has no clue who they are yeah guy makes a triple and a double and wins yeah it was great and it wasn't like everybody's chasing down birdies. It was like, oh my god, these guys are strolling out this golf course. They can't but make a putt. Thing, like that's was, what. Thank that, God you agree with this. Yeah, that is what that is what a true golf fan wants. Someone to like who is enjoying watching someone shoot thirty under. I'm sorry, it's not. There's a reason that the majors are the majors. You don't see majors set up shooting thirty under par. Right. There's a reason, like. It's it's it it's true carnage. Like you want to see difficult venues. That's why the Florida swing is so uh, kind of polarizing because the golf courses are really hard and it they 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 really challenge these guys. Absolutely, couldn't say it better. Yeah, so I'm looking at Matt Fitzpatrick this year uh, uh, in the count this calendar year, T seven miscut at the pro-am at pebble beach when he was dealing with that neck injury by the way oh yeah top 30 at waste management still dealing with a neck injury the week after miscut at genesis um not sure what the deal was there took a few weeks off top top tie 14 at the api with a 76 so uh matt fitzpatrick top 20 
looking awfully appetizing to me, if I do say so myself. Yep. Yeah. You can and, definitely convince yourself and talk yourself into it, you know. Yep. And one final uh, message before we sign off here. Um, sh- I want a shout out to Pearson. That's how you pronounce his name, right? Pearson. It's just Pearson? Just Pearson. It's spelled just weird? Yeah. Pearson right. Cootie. Yeah. Pearson Cootie. Pearson yeah. Cootie has been absolutely on fire. He, in, in his two chances so far, his first two starts. Love to see that at the Honda. And then last week at the API sponsors, he got in, right? And he fucking played awesome. So that Talk was about sick. quickly how he turned down all that money from Liv. That was the best. That was fucking awesome. And then also Ryan Gerard, who Monday into Honda, uh, almost won. Was he, t- he came in second or third. Uh, yep. He came in third. And then he went to Puerto Rico and he topped end. And now he's got a exemption card, I think, right? Yes. So, and that's just an awesome story. Um, and Kurt Kitayama going on foreplay makes you want to vomit. No, I just saw that cross my timeline and not he did? about it. Yeah, that sucks. Oh man, we deserve Kitayama, not them. I know. I'm gonna reach out to him again and be like, "Look, come on to the real podcast." That's true. The people do, aren't aware that like the 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 two under par slash. Tony B uh, words of encouragement over the weekend are, are what got him through to that victory. That is facts. I DM'd him. Um, quick backstory. Uh, we got paired when I was caddying um, out on tour. We got paired with him in a couple Monday qualifiers, and it was kind of funny because we kept getting paired with him. So it was like the third one. We're like, oh, geez, we're always together. And uh, kind of became friends with the guy. Super nice guy. I DM'd him on Friday night. Wished him good luck. He said thank you, and uh, he prevailed. So yeah, so no big deal. We're just, uh, just, just a part of the victory. Yeah, just a little uh, too under love. Yeah, not a big deal. All right, we'll wrap it up here. Sam sends his wishes. He played in a qualifier today, but uh, all things is just one bad swing, and uh, your dreams of playing in the Monday Valspar uh, go out the window. But he'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. And so will we next week. Next week, yes, for the Valspar. Yes, we will. And Punta Cana. Oh, yeah, another uh, another twofer. Yep. Another twofer. All right. Good luck to everybody this week at the players. Don't forget, you get to watch every player's every single shot this weekend. So no matter who you bet on, it's the best coverage of the year. No matter who you bet on, you get to watch their entire round on ESPN+. No free yep. ads, but also free ad at the same time because it's awesome. Literally. All right. Peace out. All right, boys.